Hey, bro. What's up? Let me ask you a question. How What's much up? is too much? Too much of what? Well, you know, with all these streaming services coming out, do you think there's such thing as too much? Huh, that is a good question. We should talk about it. Let's do it. Alright, welcome back to another week of Broscope, What is bro. up, everybody? Welcome back. Alright. To all of our millions and millions of listeners out there. Right? So, I hear you. I'm just kidding. Maybe. So, One day. welcome back to Broscope. <laughs> we got a lot of things to unpack today, but first, bro, what you hear this week? Okay, so the biggest thing I heard this week, and I know you probably heard it too, is Mark Hamill voicing Chucky. Wait, wait, wait. Like the new Chucky? The new the Chucky. Remake? The new remake. The horror movie Robot Chucky. Dude, I don't know how to feel about that because I love freaking Brad Dora's voice. It's so iconic, you know. And even all the shitty sequels they've made, mm-hmm. that's the thing that's always remained true, you know. Yeah. Brad Dora always is Chucky and Jennifer Tilly as his wife, whatever, you know. But I like it because I love his voice. But I don't, I'm not sure how to feel about it because. Are we just going to get another Joker ripoff? You know? True. Like, I honestly, whatever take Mark Hamill does with it, I'm not going to be scared because I'm so comfortable and recognize Mark Hamill's voice and everything he does, like in Joker, everything that he has ever animated, like skips from like regular show. So whatever voice he is going to give us, I'm not going to be like kind of scared. I would be 50-50 because, you know, first of all, for those who don't know, you know, there is a trailer out there for the new Chucky movie, so you guys can go check it out if you want to, so you can know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You already saw it? Okay, good. Um, <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing is, and what they've shown, or what they've revealed about it so far, it has nothing to do with voodoo or possessions or nothing. It's, no, it's just it's a like haywire much like, computer. Pretty much Skynet version of Chucky. Yeah. You know, some robot Chucky toy that goes haywire and starts killing everybody. So, with Mark Hamill doing the voice... Is it gonna be like, like I said, something completely new that we have never heard complete, of? Something completely or new. Are we, or are or he, or is he gonna do like, try to do like his own sort of Brad Dorif original Chucky ripoff? No, will he have that? He 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 laughed that he's famous for, or is it just gonna be? What do you think? Like, I think he's gonna try to. Different? He's gonna try to blend both. Like no pay matter, homage to the original yeah. while throwing his own flair in there. Yeah, he's going to try to be real sinister, but he's going to throw in some Brad Dorff flair in there. He's going to homage it a little bit. I wonder if Brad Dorff will be okay with, you know, somebody else taking his role. Because this, well, is, this was his baby from the 80s. Though. Brad Dorff has not done playing Chucky because they're still continuing that storyline on TV. I forgot what network it is, but oh, they're making well, a Chucky TV show. See, that's now that just kind of throws the whole thing on, you know, yeah. in a weird sort of, you know... Uh, Black hole because you have the original still going on and then this new one coming out. You know? That's why they kind of changed it to a robot instead of the whole possession, possession doll, thing. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll just have to wait and see because I still haven't seen Chucky Cult on Netflix. The latest Chucky one. It was a cult, right? Yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. It wasn't that good? I'll tell uh, you that. I saw it. I only it. watched it just for the sake of watching it to say I've what been. I've watched all of them, mm-hmm. but the one before it, which was um, damn, it, I forgot the name of it, but. The one before it was okay. Oh, yeah. I remember what you're talking about yeah. with the chick in the wheelchair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one was and a good one. Fun fact, the chick in the wheelchair is Brad Dorff's daughter in real life. Huh, that is funny. Yeah. Torturing his own kid. That's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, um, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Like, 
I'm excited because freaking for Mark Hamill. Who would not be excited? Right. But I don't know. I'm 50 50 also on the movie as well because I, I feel like it's a movie or a series that didn't have to be rebooted. You know, if it's not broken, you know. Right. It, it, it lived his life as much as it could. You I think if they would have approached it with Brad Dorough trying to do it, they would have done a remake with Brad Dorough. Brad Dorough would have been 100% on it. You know yeah, that. he would have. If they would have came to him like, hey, let's make it just really do it, he would have, of course, oh, would have done course. it. Of course. Man. Ah. So, what I heard this week, Angelina Jolie's joining the MCU. You I heard. That? That's going to be huh? insane in the Eternals, right? The Eternals, that's so right. So, she's going to be an MCU god. See, I'm, I'm excited for the Eternals Goddess. because um, uh, Kevin Feige, you know, the the president of Marvel, he has said that with the, they're putting so much effort into the story, into the way the outcome this movie is going to be because wherever this movie ends or wherever this movie goes will determine where the future or half of, like the future half of the MCU because the MCU, how we explained in our last podcast, is going to split up into two sections. The Earth conflicts and the space conflicts. The Eternals is going to kick off those space conflicts. With whatever happens, whatever we see in the Eternals, is what's going to carry on forward into the future of the MCU. And now with the Fantastic Four thrown in the mix, and what, and what their universe is going to bring now into the MCU, you know, it's going to, this movie is going to be very important. So bringing Angelina Jolie, in my eyes, I think it's a, it's a good choice because she is a good actress. She's a really you know, good actress. There's, there's, she has had her bad moments, but just like any actor or actress, they've had bad movies. Mm-hmm. You know, but overall, she has been a good a good actress. And so, and I know, just like how Glenn Close, you know, such a big name, when she was thrown into Guardians of the Galaxy, even she said she was overwhelmed. She was, she was actually, it was an honor for her to be part of the MCU. Yeah. So, you know, bringing Angelina Jolie, I wonder if she'll feel right. the same way, you know, and, you know, she will actually be, take this role seriously. Yeah, you know? so, I just think it's going to be great, because it's just going to open up the world way bigger than what it is now. And they say that in, in the Eternals they will touch on the origins of Thanos too. Because mm-hmm. that's like what is like relative, he's an, right? He's an offspring of the He's Eternals. an offspring of the Eternals. Yeah. He was pretty much like the outcast. Like, get out of here. You're, you're ugly. Uh, Go away. I just hope like they kind of like, they could like mention Galactus and all that, right? Ooh, yeah. Fuck. Because we've seen a little bit glimpses of the Eternals in the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. When um, they're in that scene where they're talking to the Collector and he's showing where the origin of the Infinity Stones are, you see th- those giants in those images, those are the Eternals. Hopefully in Endgame, they just make an appearance at least. I feel like they will. I, I don't think they will. I think that the whole movie is just going to focus on whatever the plot is going to be. True. Maybe as an end credit scene, I don't know. I would we'll think so, because like, there's a moment where like in the Infinity Gauntlet where all the Celestials come and like, they fucking judge Thanos. Maybe they'll do... Alright, well speaking of the MCU... Let's also talk about um, Black Widow. The they, movie. The movie. Yes. Because it's been confirmed that she that they're going to finally give her a standalone movie. Yes. And they announced that um, Taskmaster is going to be the villain. Ooh, that's a great oh, choice. Oh, that's going to be For insane. Black Widow, it's a great choice because Taskmaster is going to bring so much to the table. You know, because, you know, for those who don't know who Taskmaster is... This guy, he started off as a villain and then becomes not a hero, but sort of like a mentor or a trainer in the Avengers compound, like training all the new pe- team members and whatnot. Yeah. But when he was a villain, his, he's a mutant. And uh, his mutant ability is uh, sort of like muscle memory, but for him it's more like 
he can see somebody do something like either a fighting style or a, a, a special ability, not entirely special ability, but like physical ability. Yes. And he can copy it. And, you and, know, and master it right and master away. Master it by just looking at it. So, for example, um, the only one who can throw Captain America's shield the way Captain America throws it is Captain America. But by Taskmaster, he saw him how he threw it. He was able to 100% replicate the same exact throws he, just like that. You think he's going to have a shield too? Ooh, I hope so. Oh, that'd be cool if he has a shield and be like, just like His Cap. sword? His yeah. sword? I don't think they're going to give him a sword. That's going to be kind of a dramatic. That'd be pretty cool, though. That'd be cool, but... Now, as far as his look goes, do you think they're going to go full-on comic, you know, with the skull face and the hood? Yeah, they're going to give him the skull face and they're going to modernize the hell out of it. He's going to have a skull face and the hood, but he's not going to have a cape. Do you think it's going to be like a like paint or a mask? I think it's going to be a mask. I think if for a skull face mask, it'll be it'll resemble similar to what um crossbones, remember? Yeah, how he had in uh the Winter Soldier. Uh -huh. You know, he, he had, had sort that metal of that, mask. yeah, that metal mask cuz in the comic books it was all painted, you know, it was yeah. just painted on his face. So they gave him a, an actual you know, a face mask. So maybe something similar to that with yeah. a skull on it? I think so. Maybe? No. Well, yeah. We'll see how they do it. But Or, what if it's like a cloth mask with a skull on it? Oh, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be just easier, like, just uh, make it modernized and take it off and make it look cool. But I think he was a great choice for Taskmaster. Yeah. I mean, for ta for the villain of Black Widow. Speaking of masks, how do you think they're going to do Black Mask and Birds of Prey? Ooh, you think cool. you think he's gonna do a full on mask made like out of the wood out of his parents' coffin? That's how his mask is in comics. That's if they go with the comic book storyline. Yeah, because they could just go with like how you know we've seen him just like um, pretty much like um, what paintball people use masks like that. You know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like what it looked like in the game Arkham. Was it Arkham? Uh, one of the Arkham games when he was the main villain. Oh, it was Arkham uh, Origins. Origins. Yeah. Yes, I so love that game. The way the the mask looks in there, mm -hmm. maybe something like that. That's what I would suggest. What I would think they would go for. Yeah. I, I need to. I need to replay those games. So, this week marked the 80th birthday of Batman. Batman. That reads Man. with the release of Detective Comics 1000, a thousand comic books a thousand of Batman. Comic books. 80 years. Wow. Well, this is the second one. The first one was Superman with Action Comics. Oh, but yeah. This is the second one, and it belongs to DC, the only publisher ever to reach a thousand. That's crazy. In a comic book line. That's nuts. Twice. They did it twice. Did you see the new logo? Yes, the new logo for the Detective Comics, they changed it for the first time. And it looks pretty dope. What did you think of it when you saw it? Um, it had a very old school, you know, vibe to it. And I, for me, it had a really, it looked it very reminiscent to Batman Brave and the Bold. Yeah, I got that vibe along with like the Adam West vibe as well. But like they the modernized OG it. Style, yeah. Right? yeah, if you guys haven't seen it, go Google it. Just type in... Uh, Detective Comics new logo. You know what we're talking mm -hmm. about. Exactly. It's actually nice. It's nice. It's really nice. It's going to be on the new comics now, right? Yeah, the, the new Detective Comics. Comics. Nice. Yep. Every issue now after. And speaking of the DC logo, um, Swamp Thing. What uh, about Swamp Thing? The DC Universe app. They announced it's going to premiere in May. That's right, because they, they announced the, his own TV show, right? Mm -hmm. His own uh, live, action, live action show. His origins, and they're going to continue on from there. What, what, I, what I'm excited for about it is what... Back back when when they announced it, they said they were going to make a Swamp Thing. Right now, it's almost pretty much done. This comes out what May thirty first. Yep. So a month away, literally yeah, a month from a today. A little month. And the actual month, we're gonna get to see Swamp Thing on the live action, which is awesome. Uh, Swamp Thing is a great character. You know, I wonder 
and because they say the direction they're gonna go with it, they're gonna stick to the origin as much as possible. But they're they're going sort of a horror. Uh, yeah, because James Wan producing it. Yeah, see there you go, and he who knows better who knows horror better than him, right? So hopefully they get that whole vibe in there, and hopefully Constantine shows up. Because Constantine and freaking Swamp Thing go hand in hand with that dark magic, and, and then introduce the Justice League Dark. Oh, that would be yeah, and they can do that it. Be awesome, freaking Zatanna. Um, what's the name? Is Etrigan part of it, right? Etrigan. Etrigan. Um, and uh, Ghost. What's his name? Ghost and Deadman. Deadman. There you Deadman's go. Deadman's in it. Ooh, oh. that'd be great. If they do really a, uh, if Constantine shows up, I hope they keep the actor from the TV show. I I really do they too. Should keep him because he did such a good job with the Constantine. Constantine TV show with that's for the CW so this is, I don't give a damn they should I bring know, his ass like, back that'll be the first time a character from the DC what if they bring Keanu Reeves <laughs> well I would want him for a live action one I like, like I really enjoyed like Keanu Reeves Reeves Constantine. Um, I don't care what like people actual say theater version yeah you know, Film I, version, I really like Keanu Reeves' Constantine I don't care what people say I really enjoyed good. that movie that it movie was, was really good, good. that was a really good movie but Even Shia LaBeouf wasn't that bad. I tolerated him in that movie. How he died, too? <laughs> yeah, thank God. No, like, he was the right. comic relief. He was the comic ever. relief, but he didn't overdo it. Did you did, did you know Constantine had an end credit scene? Rather, you, we brought up Keanu Reeves Constantine. Did you know he had an end credit scene? I think I did, but I don't remember what it was about. It what was, happened? Uh, Shia LaBeouf's character turning into Spoilers. an angel. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Keanu Reeves turning into... I mean, Keanu Reeves. Shia LaBeouf's character turning into an angel. Yeah. At the very end, he like, flies up into the sky. Yeah, I remember that. I, to be honest with you, I did not know about that end credit scene until maybe months, way, way after I saw the movie. Like somebody mentioned it to me. Like, oh, did you know he didn't do an engine? Like, what the hell are you talking about? Oh yeah, at the end. What? Yeah. yeah. Such a good movie. I remember. So, so now since we're, t- we're touching on the DC Universe app, mm-hmm. did you see they revealed Stargirl? Yes, her outfit looks Stargirl. They revealed her, her image. For you guys who don't know who, what we're talking about, the go ahead and look it up. Star Just type Girl. in DC Universe Star Wars show, and I'm pretty sure her image will pop up, uh-huh. which I'm excited for because, well, first of all, she looks great. She looks amazing. You know, compared to, because she was already in the CW's Legends of Tomorrow, and then way back when, when Smallville was out, she had she, an appearance in there too. Yeah, she was on there too, yeah, huh? God but damn. The comic book, the, comic book, the costume looked very, very... Cheesy and cheap. Exactly, like what you buy at the freaking ninety nine cent store. Oh my god, you know, for Halloween, yeah. But this one looks really. It had a sort of Captain America vibe too. It did. The mask looked, looked like scales and stuff. Mm-hmm. Looked like she just borrowed it. She's like, no, fine now. And the costume, and I mean, no, the staff. The staff oh, looks the great. Staff looks awesome. And the, I don't. I mean, I don't. I'm not too familiar with the actors too, which I like. I like when they bring new actors. Mm-hmm. You know, because that way we get to see. You know, new faces. You get to put new faces to the characters. Yeah, and we get to see new char- new actors shine. And, and so I'm, I'm excited for. It. And I'm kind of excited to see Joe McHale in this show too, because he heard he's going to oh, play one of the him, he's huh? going to play one of the heroes as well. And I feel like it's going to be a more serious role for him for some reason. Because he's always been comedic. Yeah, right? yeah, but I feel like this one's going to be a kind of. I've never been a big fond of his acting, to be honest with you. But yeah, we'll see. So far, what they've been doing with this DC TV show, you know, Titans was great. Titans you know, was great. When, they, when, when before I watched Titans, you know, when they announced a Brenton Thwaites as Robin, Robin, I was like, "What? This guy really? He's like a pretty boy from Australia. Just like everything he's been in was been kind of cheesy, crappy. Yeah, because I really didn't like him in the the last Paris of the movie. <laughs> yeah, he played Will Turner's son. Like his acting was a little cheesy and crappy. It was. And then he did these other couple movies that you know, nobody cares about. And so when they announced him, I was like, I don't know. 
He was great. I he, think was he, he was my favorite of the show. Oh no, my favorite was that uh, that uh, Jason Todd. Really? That actor was, he was great. He was only what two episodes. He was good though. He was your favorite in the entire show. Not in the show, but he was a really good Robin. That's what I mean. My, even the entire show, Robin was my favorite. Oh. Robin was my favorite. Brenton Thrace, he did a hell of a job. Yeah, he, he did. gave a good Dick Grayson a great um, personality, and he made it his own. And that that line will always stick with me. Though. Fuck Batman. Fuck man. Batman. <laughs> it's awesome. So, did you hear? Big news. Well, at least they were big to me. Ezra Miller is out. Oh yeah, I'm actually okay with that. To be honest, really? Yeah, I'm like his flash was okay, but like I didn't get a Barry Allen from him. I just I don't know. Well, he didn't get much Barry Allen scenes. That's the problem. True, but like we saw him as as soon as they introduced him into the movie, like a scene later, he's already as Flash. Yeah, we didn't get much Barry Allen. That's the problem. True, but I but I don't as know. the Flash, I thought he was good. He was the comedic relief, which Flash has always been comedic relief. You know, he always had the little quirky lines. Yeah, he gave a decent performance. I'm not complaining about that, but I don't know. I just feel like he didn't own the role more like how Gal Gadot owned Wonder Woman. You know, like she owned well, that role. That's Wonder Woman. Because she, 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 they gave her her own movie. That's true. And in in Batman vs Superman, when it was her in Wonder Woman, we didn't get a Diana Prince in that. One. We got only Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. and she was great. And Ezra Miller asked. The Flash. Not Barry Allen. As The Flash, I thought he was great. He did a good job. He was a little obnoxious and annoying, but The Flash has been known to be obnoxious and annoying yeah. at times. So, he, I don't think he overdid it. No, I just think because how freaking convoluted and just freaking packed the Justice League movie was, you know, it's just they, no, not many characters, or I would say most of the characters didn't really get a chance to shine. Mm-hmm. You know, so... I feel like he would have he would have made gave him, made justice to Barry Allen in a standalone Flash movie. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but I what was the that. like? What really was the reason why he got kicked out? I know there was like some like creative well, conflict. They already had two directors lined up to direct okay. it, and they were making their own script. They were going for a lighthearted tone. They were going for like the comedic rap more to what Shazam is right now, which is what they should have done anyway. Cause yeah, that's what the Flash was. But Ezra Miller doesn't want to do that. He wants oh, to still. He was the one that did. Yeah, okay. he wants to still have that dark tone, like the Zack Snyder, and oh, so I he see. he got Grant Morrison from I don't know how he got Grant Morrison, who is a famous comic book writer. He got him to help come up with the script for a darker, edgier tone for the Flash. See, well, that's kind of sense because the original writers would have been great because the original writers were the two two writers who wrote Spider Man Homecoming yeah. for the MCU, you know, and they did a great job with that. So with them, you know, writing and, you know, doing the script for The Flash, which would have been great. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a little skeptical of the fact that they chose to do Flashpoint for the first Flash movie. Yeah, that's really... You know, well, I would think now is a good time since all the movies are fucked up so they could do that and reintroduce, reintroduce a new Batman, reintroduce probably a new Flash or something. They could do that. They you could know, do all Right that. now it would be perfect, but at first it was a little too soon. But they could definitely do that the first movie. Have him be so excited that he has flash powers. He goes back in time to save his mom, which is like the first thing he tries to do. But then he realizes that's like He bad. fucked up everything. He fucked up everything. Then now he, he has fixed to... fix the timeline, when it's, he... gonna, it's not going to be 100% the same. Yeah. So then after that, then he goes on how to like master his powers and whatnot. Mm. Damn. You should be a writer. You should, should write a script, send it to DC. Right? And be like, here you go. That's how you, that's how you get Flashpoint. <laughs> but... No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent. You know, 
I'm not like bummed out about it. It still sucks because I would have loved to see where he could have taken the character. You know, yeah. especially because the Flash is one of my favorite DC characters. True, but like I don't know for what he gave us and Justice League, I don't think it was just enough for me to satisfy. Yeah. It's not his fault though. I don't know. It, it's they, probably they, it's he probably just didn't get the chance. I probably blame the Flash TV show. That's mm-hmm. what the embodiment of Barry Allen and the Flash I see right there. Okay, So yeah. I, I didn't see that translate well on the cinematic side. True. Except for the last, this current season, it's just all over the place. Oh my God. I still can't follow it. I'm still, oh as much God. as I love the CW Flash, this, this current season, I'm just like, Ugh. I'm like banging my head against the wall with this, like with every episode. Are you caught up? No. But the, what I am caught up with, I'm like... Really? Is they, they do that? They do a really? storyline, then they stop the storyline, then they go to another one. It's just like... Yeah. I'm like, really? You're going to do that? No, come on. Really? You know? It's just all over the place at the moment. I feel like this yeah. season is just... They didn't couldn't make up their mind what to do with it. Well, no, where I'm at right now, if you're caught up, it's finally like, yeah, all those things are... All those loose ends are tied up now. Oh, okay. So, so I got to keep watching. Yeah, shit hit the fan now on the current season right now. Okay, so I got to catch up then maybe mm-hmm. uh like all those storylines finally caught up and now they're gonna go to where it needs to go now okay okay so so catch uh, up keep i will um so staying on the dceu jared leto's back as a joke yes i heard about this he showed up on a set there was a set photos of jared leto in joker outfit with a scene with harley quinn spoiler alert if you don't want to know about birds of prey but I guess they were filming a scene where uh, I guess Harley Quinn's like leaving the Joker or breaking up with him. Mm-hmm. And like I guess Jared Leto's right there in Joker makeup throwing like a bear at her or something like that. But it was it was I'm surprised Jared that Jared Leto even decided to come back after they pretty much gave him the boot. You know? No, I think he's just okay with it. But I don't think... I don't know. I really don't know what they're going to do with that he, character. Because he was really... Jared Leto was very open as far as expressing his negative feelings of how yeah. they treated the Joker for the Suicide Squad. Which, you know... We can all agree with him, you know. It was it was just a a really crappy portrayal for a mm-hmm. first time since Heath Ledger to you know have a live action you know movie Joker. You know the way it was portrayed, it was just yeah. not done correctly and was definitely not done justice. So and Jerry Leto expressed his feelings about that. So I'm surprised that he agreed to come back, unless he was still on the contract, which is then he has no choice. Right. But yeah, so I'm kind of excited to see what he brings because I did find his Joker pretty interesting. See, if it's just for that one scene, it would be kind of a waste to, you know, go through all that to bring it back just for one scene. True. He has to have more than one scene. Maybe, like, a scene, like, towards in the beginning when they break up and they're gone. And maybe towards the end, like, maybe they're about to die or something yeah. big is about to happen and he comes in and saves the day. Or what if they promised him a spot in Suicide Squad reboot if they just showed up in the scene real quick? So they are rebooting Suicide Squad. Yeah, it's, it's like a reboot. complete reboot. Complete reboot. They're scrapping whatever happened in the first one. Uh, yeah, they said it's a reboot. I think they are. Is Viola Davis going to come back as, she as better Amanda Waller? Back. She better. I hope so. Cause she, she was, was the best. Yeah. That scene where she that just killed everybody. Say. Oh, man. That was, that was great. She embodied Amanda Waller like on point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. She was the best in the movie. She was the best in the movie. I hope so. I hope so. But I would, yeah, I would hope so too. So wrapping up the new section of our podcast today, I'm excited to announce this because it's, it's, it's near and dear to me because... It's one of like the comic books I read when I was younger. I was like, yes, this is a great comic book. Batman Hush, they're finally doing it, a DC animated movie. Yeah. How awesome is that? Did I tell you, my other favorite comic book when I was younger was Batman The Long Halloween. And I think they're bringing that to a live uh, animated movie as well. 
See, and for those of you who don't follow DC animated movies, they're really, really they're good. They're dropping DC animated ones. movies are great. They're really good. I have good. yet to see a bad one. That's how good they are. And they've done dozens of these movies. You saw the recent Reign of Superman, right? Uh, Reign of the Supermen, right? Yeah. Yes. That one was I just, good. I just, what's that, two weeks ago. I was ago. Spe- skeptical about it, but it turned out really good. Yeah, it did. And it's cool how they took, you know, um, Superman Doomsday and they modernized that and then they continued it in Reign of the Superman. Yeah, you know, and they're going to so. they're gonna continue that storyline with uh, Justice League versus the Fatal Five. Yes, which was, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it because they're going to show uh, Jessica Cruz Ooh. as Green Lantern. Oh, that's going to be good. So that's the first time she's going to be jumping from the comics into okay. uh, cinematic. But yeah, Batman Hush. I can't wait because, uh, you know. It's going to be so Spoiler good. alert. I just want to throw this out there. In Batman Hush, um, Superman goes bad in it. For your yeah, because Poison know, Ivy, right? Poison Ivy controls him. And it's cool because the way they, they do it is uh, Poison Ivy pretty much makes like the super because she can control men with her little pheromones yeah so she makes like a super potent i believe it was kryptonite laced something po- like that uh, yeah pheromone. For, for if you get in and them. she's pretty much able to control him you know mind control him and so there's like a little like uh two on two tag team mm-hmm. batman and catwoman versus poison ivy and superman yeah and the fight's awesome too and it was cool because it kind of reminded me of you know batman versus superman you know and uh the Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Oh man, it was great. I'm just excited for the Riddler because I know the Riddler is in there too, trying to help Batman and all that stuff. And then while all interest. of this is going on, Hush himself, you know, is in the background pulling the strings of this whole mm-hmm. thing, masterminding everything. Oh my God. So I'm excited to see where, where they go with it. I'm, I'm just really. I kind of wanted to be a two parter because I don't know if they can tell all that in one movie. Unless it's to make it like a two hour long. Yeah. Which is which I have yet to see a two hour long animated movie. Maybe, but hopefully, here's the hope. Maybe if it's not well, two parts, Dark Knight Part One and Part Two. They well, that's, that's, that's true. It's two parters, but you're right. So, so now moving on to what today's topic is that we're gonna put under the broscope today. When is too much? Too much? From you know, like we just recently talked about the DC Never Universe really app. You know, and all, we all know we have the Netflix app. Mm-hmm. We have Hulu, Hulu, Amazon Prime. And we have YouTube. They have their own streaming mm-hmm. now. Google just announced one. Apple just announced That's right. one. Apple, really? Okay. Apple just announced one. This is one. news to me because I did not know that. I knew about the Google one. I did not know about Apple. Apple yeah. really doing one too. Yeah. They're, um, they they even had like Jason Momoa on there on stage because you know how they do their fancy ass Steve yeah, Jobs yeah, yeah. panels. Like they had a bunch of actors, like a bunch of like Steven Spielberg took a part of it, Spike no Lee. They're going to be making a bunch of uh, Apple Apple original content. Ooh, that should be interesting. And then, as we all know, well, hopefully everybody knows now, because it's been all everywhere, Disney's releasing their own live streaming app. Disney Plus. Disney Plus. From what I believe we are expecting this at the end of 2019. Yeah. So what we're going to go through is go through all these you know, streaming apps, give our likes and dislikes what we're expecting. And maybe you guys will agree with some. Maybe you won't. We'll see. And then at the end, we'll discuss, you know, with about all of them in general. So I want to start off with the DC Universe app because we're both oh, watching stuff DC on Universe it. We're app. both, you know, love that's our app. current one that we're both watching right now. Yes. You know, with uh, Teen Titans, you know, which was Doom great. Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol is what we're what Young I'm currently Justice. watching. Oh, I'm, 
I'm so glad they brought Young Justice. And it's gonna oh the, the second part of the third season's coming out. Yeah. Ah, the Outsiders, right? The outsiders. Ah, oh, it's so which good. Which is great. You know, like how we were talking about how good the and the DC animated movies are. It's the same type of animation in Young Justice. And the first two seasons were great. I loved them all, both of them, and I was left on edge with the cliffhanger they left. Oh my god! Season two, fucking years it left me waiting. You know, they always said they were not gonna bring it back. They canceled whatever until DC. You know, when they announced th- this streaming app, uh-huh. they said, "Oh, guess what? We're bringing it back for you guys. You guys wanted it here." Right. It is. I took part. There was like a petition going on for Netflix because it was on Netflix for a while. Yes, the first two seasons. Yes, that's and right. They, there was a petition like they wanted everybody just to keep playing it. If you're not watching it, don't matter. Just have Young Justice playing for it. they can see. How yeah, many people are people streaming? And I did. This. I left Young Justice on. I just kept playing it. When I was like reading a comic or something, I just had it playing. Really? I, I, I love this show so much. It was a really good show. So I just and, took a part it, of it. And, you know, even though it's animated, you know, it, it does have some adult themes to it too. Mm-hmm. But it's, really, it's done really, really well. So I was glad that DC brought it back. Yes. I was really excited about that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm halfway through it. I'm still catching up. But, you know, because I'm also, you know, I just finished catching up on Titans, which was freaking great. Mm-hmm. You know, I was skeptical at first because I was like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. But then once I watched it, I take back any negative. I thought it right? was a great show. It was greatly executed. It was a great intro to all the characters. All the, so I, I, I fell in love with Blue Beetle because of the show. With uh, Young Justice? Yeah. Jaime Reyes. I freaking oh, fell in I love with Which I can't wait until I see his freaking series. I already, know. Oh. I already know who I want him to play. I already know the actor I want in mind. Oh, you finally have one? Yeah. You have don't his... say you. No. You said that last time. No, they don't want no big old bearded Mexican as Jaime. <laughs> um, have you seen the show Attack the Block on Netflix? I heard people keep telling me about it. There's a little Mexican kid in there. See, that doesn't specify anything. I, I forgot his have name. no parameters. I don't know brain. his name, but he's a really good actor. And I can My son is a little Mexican, so I don't know, I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, Afro, yeah. So <laughs> I, will, <laughs> I will look into that, though. But yes, I'm excited for, you know, Titan Season 2, which uh, comes out in the fall. Oh, uh, spoiler. I know you already caught up in Titan, so spoiler if you haven't seen it. Go watch it. Freaking Superboy and Crypto yes. are going to be this. Which uh, is great. And then... Deathstroke's son. Deathstroke's son, that's right. And then they announced Deathstroke will be the main villain in Titans mm-hmm. Season 2. He's going to be like the guy pulling the strings in the background. Which will kind of... But mostly his son's going to be the one fighting the Titans. And that, to me, as Deathstroke being the villain kind of brings everything full circle because we grew up watching the Teen Titans TV the anime TV show. Yes. And not the, the go. No, no. I want you to remember that it's not go. We're talking about the original one. The original one. You know... Who's the main villain in that one? Slade. Slade. Yeah, they call him Slade in this one. <laughs> but yes, it's Deathstroke. So, like I said, them now is a live action and announced Deathstroke as the main villain. It brings everything full circle. And we're like, oh, yay. You know? Gives so me childhood memories coming back. Oh, it's so awesome. And then the other show we're getting in the fall is the animated Harley Quinn show. I totally forgot about that. And Kaylee yeah. Kuko's Kaylee in Kuko, right? that's right. Oh From the Big Bang Theory. For you guys who don't know who it is. I'm, uh, I'm okay... I'm still. I have to watch it to get my full opinion on it. They're gonna make too many modern, modern jokes. Yes, way too many. I already. I'm gonna feel be pissed it. if they decide to throw Big Bang Theory jokes or references in there. That like, they don't need to do that. They're gonna do just because it's her. I have a feeling they're they'll, they'll probably. <laughs> I have a feeling they'll do go as far even like probably name drop like Cardi B or something. I hope not. Please I, don't. I'm pretty sure they're gonna I go that hate far. Cardi B enough as it is. I don't need to have another reason to hate her. I just feel like they're gonna be name dropping it like that. I just hope not. I really don't. I really, really don't. And um, when on April sixteenth, when 
uh, since you mentioned the Justice League versus the Fatal Five, when this one is gonna go straight to the DC app. Only when it goes on DVD, because a lot of people get confused that because because it, it releases digital first. Yeah. So that doesn't mean digital for the app. That means digital oh, for purchase. Okay. So once it goes on DVD and Blu-ray, then it goes on the app because that's when it's released. So people get confused. They're like, "Is that on the app yet?" And everyone's thirty out. And I say, "Yes, but that's a digital because digital gotcha. always comes okay. out." See, now you clear that from because I I was one of those confused people. Okay. I same here. So, I was pissed when the rain is What out. I was currently saying when. Justice League and the Fatal Five hits uh, DVD and Blu-ray. The, yeah, DVD and Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah. The, D, uh, the DC Universe app is going to dump all, every single one of their animated movies. All of them. All of them? All of them. From the very, very first one to now. Which I want to ask you a quick question. So far, Whoa. out of all of them, which has been your top favorite, like, a DC animated movie that you're like, I can watch this over and over and not get tired. It's like your favorite. Your favorite DC animated movie. I recently rewatched it. It was uh, Masters of Phantasm. Really? I just watched OG, it. I watched man. it this morning. That's a deep cut right there. Yeah, oh that, my god. I was a fucking kid when that came out. Same, and the, it, it blew my mind. I, just like the opening credits for like, you go through Gotham like in a 3D yeah. form. That, I don't know why. Like, it was just mind blowing to me. I still we watched just that part, just going through it because the music is all there and everything. Yeah, and it's very ominous and mm-hmm. you know, like it's almost creepy, you know. And like it's a great movie to be. You know, first of all, it's, it's a great movie. You oh guys should check God. it out. I just want that. If that was like the origin of everything, I would be okay with that. That would be great. It was just a good story for everything. Like uh, I would want them. I would want that new Batman movie that's coming out. Ooh. To like adapt this somewhat, Phantasm. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a great villain too. And then you could like get Batman, like give Batman that origin through flashbacks, like the same way they did in that movie. See, so and that way you don't have to go through all a that. A lot of people movie. don't know this movie, you know, because it was done, you know, so long ago. Yeah. And like, like just like last year at Comic Con, I saw somebody cosplaying the Phantasm, but nobody like stops to take a picture. Nobody recognizes him. I recognize him, and the guy who was cosplaying they're like. You're the first one to recognize who I am. Everybody asks really? me who I am. And you're the first one to recognize. Me. Like I, I just went up to be like, dude, I love your phantasm. That's a red check, and it was like spot on too. Like the shape of the mask, like the, the hood, everything. And I went up to him like, I gotta get a picture. I would probably geek out for a redhead chick cosplayed as that, Ooh. and took off the mask and just holds it and walks around with like the hook and everything. But Ooh, that'd, be, that'd cool. be really good cosplay yes, as well. So that's your favorite one. Mine. I can watch it over. It was just so well, and like the plot was awesome. Uh, Justice League Doom. That one. Is, that one's a really good one it's too. A really, really good one. It's one of my favorite. You know, freaking Vandal Savage. How he gathered all the villains and the fact that he took Batman's plans and, and got and, everybody down. See, and the thing is, it doesn't have a happy ending to. You know, they no. they did stop the main villain. They did stop the big baddie and the big. But it, it broke him. Yes, exactly. And Batman quit. It, it quit. He quit the Justice League, you know. It was not a happy ending. Yeah. So, which was cool. And just watching as everything unfolds, and like how Batman's plans to defeat the Justice League gets executed, and like they're all like on the verge of dying, you know. And yeah. then like, luckily Cyborg, you know, Figured he was pretty out. much new to the team. So, you know, Vandal Savage didn't have a plan. He was like, you know, they're acing the hole without them knowing. You know, just, you know, just, it was just a great entertainment from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. I freaking loved it. It was really, really great. So, and also, uh, for the DC app, they will they announced that also at the end of April, 
for if you didn't get to watch it on TV, they're going to put Krypton season one. Yes, I'm like four episodes in Krypton. I'm really need to catch up because I'm still excited for the second season because I know you don't like how he looks, but I'm excited for Lobo. Really? I'm excited for Lobo because like I really, I don't know. Yeah, I'm still... He looks like Rob Zombie, but I, it looks pretty dope. <laughs> Which is why the reason why I don't like it because I'm a huge fan of Rob Zombie. <laughs> right? <laughs> it looks... I know. You want a big buff... What Lobo. I do like how it looks because he's going to be one of the main villains in season two is Tuesday. And, and Rainy. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought I, he was just the villain in the first one. Was no, he, he, was, first he one? was in the background in the first season. That's, what, oh, I, okay, that's okay. what I heard. I'm still halfway through it, but that's what I heard. But in the second one, he ha- he finally makes moves. Oh, okay. Because is it actually canon in the comic books that he was the one that destroyed Krypton? Or is it still because they destroyed themselves? No, they kind of changed their origins again. Really? Yeah, because like okay. right now in the in the Superman comic run, there is a guy who said he destroyed Krypton. He's fighting Superman. I'm not caught up in the Superman comics, but whoever reads comics currently right now probably knows what I'm talking about. Leave your comments in the comment section below. Right. <laughs> so now moving on to the next one on Netflix. What has been your current like favorite thing to watch on Netflix? Used to be the Marvel shows. <laughs> They're still there for you know. Well, for Jessica Jones value. season three. It's still coming out, which I'm still excited Jessica for. Just Jones, yes. Yeah, even though yeah, unfortunately that they are all canceled by now, which sucks. But it's, no, it's still, we can do about hopefully it. Hopefully, they kind of ended out right. But what I'm currently looking forward to, um, my wife was the one that told me actually about it, and I was like, I don't know, because it was cheesy in the '90s. Uh-huh. The, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I haven't seen it yet. Dude. I, I, is it good? I, yes. Really. Fir- like when I like when I first heard the Nestle, like. Really, they're remaking that? Yeah. Like, there's so many other things that could do a, with I a remake, it, and it would be great. But they actually, they went back to this origins, like, because the, the, what was his name? Uh, Melissa, Melissa Joan Hart, right? I was going to say Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> oh, shit. Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah. Back in the 90s, that actually was, they took the or, the origin, like, the original Pretty much, they just took the characters and made their own version of it. Yeah. No, in this one, they went back to its origin. It has dark origins. Like, yeah, I saw the like imagery legit, and all that stuff. Satan, the devil, hell, Lucifer. You know, legit, just, legit witchcraft. What didn't turn me on to it was I, I just felt like it was gonna be like a Riverdale vibe. It kind of does, and because it, they confirm it's in the same universe as Riverdale, and the reason why is because in their original. The comic books. Yeah, they cross over, right? Yeah, they're the same universe. Yeah. You know, the Archie comics and the Sabrina. Sabrina. They're the same universe. They're the same, takes in the same timeline. Yeah. And so, and they actually, they named up Riverdale in Sabrina. Really? Yeah. Like, they, they, they don't cross over, but they mentioned They're going to cross over the one year. of Riverdale. And so, and even the in an interview, the actress who plays Sabrina, I forget, she has a weird name, uh, something, Shipka, something, I forgot. Anyway, she said in an interview that she's, she's always been a huge fan of Riverdale. So when they she got the role for Sabrina, she was she lost her mind. She said, "Hopefully in the future." I'm pretty sure they're gonna fingers, cross over. They're, they're gonna do like a Halloween episode. But yes, in uh, believe in a couple of weeks actually, season two is finally coming back. And the way where season one left off was actually a pretty damn good. Um, All right, like, maybe I will. Not, not necessarily it. cliffhanger, but like old oh, snap. Can't wait to see what happens next. And then actually, and there's some like brutal moments, like freaking like killing and blood yeah. and gore. But it's legit. It's really good. I I I did not expect to like it as much as I did. Oh, it's okay. really, really I'll good. definitely give it a chance. For me on Netflix right now, what's holding me over is Stranger Things. 
Oh. I'm really excited for the next season, which comes out on the 4th of July. It's really... I, I, Sadly, I still haven't caught up with season two. I'm oh, halfway oh through it. God. Halfway through it. I just want to... And my, this podcast right now is sending Can you, you believe my son, he's a huge fan of it. It's great. The he kid, started watching it. He binged first and second season within, in one week. Yeah, Both it's just seasons. like the chemistry between all those kids, it's so great. I love all of that. They're just all amazing actors for all all of those kids. Millie Bobby Brown is 11. She freaking yes, knows the everybody, role. Everybody in that role just owns it. They're great together. Everybody has their moment and everyone's just, you just care about all these characters already. Oh, and I've seen the, tr- the me and my son, we watched the trailer for season three. Can't wait. It's going oh, to be good. good. All right, so jumping from Netflix, I wanted to also bring up Hulu. Since a lot of people look at Netflix for their main hub for original movies and movies in general, yeah. Hulu has a bunch of our original shows. Yeah. So the one show I really liked on Hulu, I know you probably watched it a lot in the past. I don't watch it. You don't? Uh, no, oh. I, I've been wanting to. Uh, I, it has Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. I could keep forgetting his name, Paul something. But anyway, I know who it is. Me and my wife, because uh, she's going on maternity leave in the summer, and I'm going on my maternity paternity leave. So we're going to have a bunch of free time, so we're going to binge watch it. And that's oh, one of the things a good on show. our list to pass. It's about a cult, where he joins the cult. Him and his family's in a cult. And then, like, it's like seeing the other side of a cult, but, like, it's like one of those cults that you know it's bad. Yeah. But they don't know they're bad. They're just like... To them, they don't... They don't yeah. So we pretty much they're, they're, our it's, it's a family see. that's in a part of this cult that they're kind of a high tier members of the cult. Okay. And it kinda of like goes apeshit from there. Ooh. It's really good. And another show that how I'll many, be both, how many seasons of that are I'm on season two, but I think they're in the oh, third season. Two seasons. seasons. Yeah, they're two to three, I wanna say four seasons deep. So quickly, from a one to ten, what do you rate that? I rate it a nine. It's Ooh, really good. Okay, it's a character driven show and it's really good. And I know he's a really good actor too. He's so. a really good actor. Especially jumping from Breaking Bad, it's really good. Um, another one is Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, me and my wife watched that. That one's a brutal show. She, she got me into it. She told me about it. At first, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, it doesn't look interesting. She's like, just check out the just the first three episodes. Just watch the first three episodes. I ended up binging the whole first season because it was so good. Yeah, like I finally it like... Me, it hooked me. It reeled me in. I just couldn't stop mm, watching I actually it. sat down and actually watched it. And I was just like, whoa. Yeah, I binged the first season in like two days. Yeah, like this. It was good watching that character go through all that, losing her kid, and ah, oh, it was and just like up. the. Because if you look at posters and images, it looks like it takes place in the past. Yeah, but it's in the future. It's in the future. Which That's is how the craziest messed part up society it. got. So it's pretty cool. And then you know, me and her, we watched the second season together, mm-hmm. and now we're anticipating third season coming out. Like what? In a couple of weeks, right? Yeah, like in a week or so, something like that. I want to say at the end of the month. Yeah, I can't wait. Oh, yeah. It's going to be good. Hulu, Hulu, their, their original TV shows are good because they're all very character-driven and with intense moments mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Now, as far as you know, like we just said, Netflix is really good for character-driven movies. Movies. Movies, and you know, a lot of their original movies are great. They're really, really, good. really great. So, moving on, what I want to talk about is... Their Hulu and Netflix's main competitor, which is Amazon Prime, the Prime streaming service. You really see them as a competitor. I never really, I see Amazon there, but I never really saw them as like one of the big ones. Well, it was surprising to me. I found out, which is a fun fact, Amazon Prime has more titles, movies, and TV shows, you know, more than Hulu and Netflix combined. Really? Over 19,000 titles. A lot of nothing to watch. Yeah. So there's there's tons of things <laughs> a lot to watch. Of scrolling. And one of my favorite, like I started watching it on Amazon. Like I heard about it, 
and the the subject of it caught my interest, and I just binged it, which is called The Man in the High Castle. You heard of that one? I heard about that. Like, my coworker. It's like one of those like what if stories. If, yeah. What if the Nazis would have won the war? Yeah. What would have happened? It takes place after that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I heard that was actually pretty good. Dude, it's good. It's like intense. Like the guy who plays the main villain, he's perfect as like the like the main Nazi guy. Dude, it's, you should definitely, definitely check that out. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I, I don't know if you ever saw it or what, had any interest in it. The Tick? Ever... I, I saw of it. I never really got interested in it. I knew of The Tick, but I never really was a deep fan to be like, oh, yeah, I love The Tick. But I watched a couple episodes of the original and a, a cartoon when I was younger. The, the movie actually does great justice to it. I mean, not the movie, the show. It's a show, right? The, okay, the, I was about to say. The Amazon TV show version of it, the live action TV show series. It does justice to the character? Yeah, dude. It's. I thought it was goofy at first and like, I thought it was stupid. I got a goofy vibe from it, yeah. But the Tick is goofy. This thing about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, from the animated and they were able to replicate it in a in a smooth way. It wasn't like too on the nose and it wasn't forced on you. Yeah. You know, where it's like, oh, that's just stupid. No, it's actually, it's fun and it actually has a good story. Really? Yeah, I haven't finished the first season. You know, I'm, I can't even know how many seasons they are right now. I stopped watching it because I've got caught up with everything else I've been yeah. watching. But oh, God, it's, it's actually pretty damn good. And surprisingly... Amazon Prime, all of their 4K and Ultra HD titles, everything they have is free with a subscription. Oh, is that like an upgrade? Yeah, like on Netflix, if you play more, you get those titles. Like yeah. the 4K. If you want 4K, you have to pay a higher you tier, have, right? Exactly. No, on Amazon, it's just one price and you get everything. Huh. Which is why one of the benefits I think Amazon has over Hulu and um, Netflix, which is pretty freaking awesome. Do they and have the option like, oh, if you like the movie, buy it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do they? Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> only cool. for so and so price. It's like if you want to buy this movie, buy it now. We'll send it. But same day. The shipping. reason I'm speaking with Amazon, I'm not saying Amazon is my favorite streaming service. I probably use Netflix the most. But this is why you're paying for it. But the reason why I'm paying for it, and it's cool because like I have Amazon Prime. You know, yeah. I deliver my, so I get Amazon Prime membership for free. That's the streaming. Yeah. So the reason I'm sticking with it is because. They ever since they announced it, it got me super hyped up for it. I think it's probably my most anticipated upcoming show that's coming out soon, or not soon, but coming out. Oh, I was gonna say, is it coming out? Oh, yeah. It's not the, coming out this year, right? The Lord of the Rings TV series. Ah, oh, can't wait! Man, I'm a huge fan of the movies. They're like some of my favorite movies of all time. I'm a huge fan of the books. Huge fan of the movies. I just can't wait for it. And Amazon, they the president of Amazon, he asked. Deep pockets because he's mm-hmm. dropping millions. I'm not. I'm not kidding. What's his name? Jeff Bezos, right? Yeah, Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Oh he's man. He's dropping millions per episode. Each episode of this Lord of the Rings series is gonna be longer and more expensive than any episode in Game of Thrones. So this yeah. is like their Game of Thrones, but they're doing it right from the beginning, and then everything that comes afterwards is just gonna be, you know, and they say this is the word they use. It's gonna be mind blowing. So I'm excited. I know I Peter Jackson's not gonna do anything about it, but you think he's gonna like consult about it, like just help him out, or maybe they can get like maybe pointers. But as far as consulting, there's not much consulting they can do. Like, yeah, he did the movies, yeah, but you know, even him, yeah, he missed, with the he missed whole... a whole bunch from the books, yeah, which is what yeah. they're not gonna do in this show. They're, they're not gonna, gonna go deep into they're it. They're gonna deep it like every little thing that a lot of the fans of the books complain about that were not in the movie. That everything is gonna be touched on on the show. That's why each episode is gonna be up to an hour to hour and and how they have in a bit. Uh, it's long. gonna be like during when all the rings were made, right? Yeah, from from the very very beginning when 
Sauron was alive when his reign was like, Ooh, you know, at the do top. You, you think they're going to have Galadriel the in it? The same actress? Galadriel? Yeah. Nah, they can't have the same. Kate Blanchett? Yeah. Nah, she was great, but nah, I did, think it's been her. way too long. No. The they got the technology. See, if they do that, they're going to have to bring some of the actors from the movies as well. Like They're dropping billions, might as well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, they would have to bring Ian McKellen as Gandalf back and stuff like that. The Adams, they got the money. And he's an old-ass man now, man. Leave That's the man true. alone. Let him drink his tea and his porch. He did his part already. That's true. I, I would be okay with everybody be brand new cast. Like, everybody be unknown people that nobody knows about. But they got the money. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I... I would I would go that route. CGI Sauron. <laughs> That's most likely what they're gonna do with it. Christopher Lee's ghost. <laughs> See, there you go. See, you can't bring the old cast back right. and not bring Christopher Lee back. That's true. Rest in peace. He was a great man. Oh man. Anyway, um, so moving on to what do you, do you watch anything on the YouTube streaming? I do not, but the, I think the only thing I really might want to try watching, and I heard it's got really good view, reviews, which kind of threw me for a loop, was Cobra Kai. The spin-off series to the Karate Kid. Yeah. Right? Mm. I heard it was I heard the first season was actually really well yeah, done. Yeah, because they say that um what whatever the name of the who the villain was cuz he's the main character in Cobra Kai, right? Yeah. And it was like the original rival yeah, from yeah, yeah. the Karate Kid. Yeah, exactly. And this is then when they're a- adults. And then they say the the story revolving around him is really good like yeah. they gave him such a like a depth and it makes you actually root for him. Which is shocking, and, and they they made seem like a Daniel son that he was like a dick. Yeah, and it, and it's justifiable the way they explain. I haven't it too. watched it, but I heard that that's what the the premise of that show was about. And season two was just released, right? It's I think it is coming out. It's not out yet. Yeah, so I'm 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 shocked that you know YouTube you know they decided to go with the streaming service, and like I know they have a uh, working on a lot of original content. Yeah, I heard they are pumping that out, but they're, I think they're more focusing it with YouTube stars. YouTube stars? Yeah. With their original mm. content, because I don't know what else. Cause besides Cobra Kai, hi, <laughs> imagine. But um, besides Cobra Kai, I don't really know other ones or. And I really don't know many because I really, I, could, I really couldn't care less. Because I'm already paying enough for other subscription services. Yeah. Why am I gonna pay for one more? Exactly. So what brings so, what why? Which what brings things? us to the last one on our list, which is it's gonna it's been all over the news. It's been on every type of news media. Is Disney streaming service Disney Plus, mm-hmm. which is slated to be released at the end of 2019, if I'm not mistaken. I want to say by the fall, yeah. And the thing is, Disney is not holding back. They're coming into the streaming service they're game. They're dropping guns, blazing, no holds bar. They're, they're dropping, dropping everything. They're they're like, oh, we're just gonna drop this. No, no, we're dropping this, 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 and this, this, this. They're like, they're not. They're going like, for example, to. All the fans, you know, especially older fans who grew up with Disney, everything in their Disney vault, which is like all their original So pretty much the vault is going to stay open because they're getting rid of that. Exactly. And it's, everything's going to be on the app. They're dumping the all app. their original classics. They're dumping all their current movies. They're dumping every single Pixar movie that has been out. and everything the good dinosaur? I'm pretty sure it's going to be in there. Every little thing. And then they announced they're going to... Since the fact that a lot of fans are still a little bummed out about it with all those uh, Marvel shows that were on Netflix that got canceled. Yeah. So the reason why, for those who don't know, Netflix decided to cancel those because they didn't want to be in direct competition with the Disney Plus app. Exactly. They said, no, Obviously, it makes sense, but... 
But um, the vice president of Disney has said that these characters, you know, the Punisher, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, they're going to use them again. They are going to come back in some way or some form. They they promise they will bring them back somehow. We don't know yet, but they will. Which is uh, I'm I can't wait to see what they do with them next. You know, because they, they are pretty much all of every single Daredevil season three, Iron Fist and Luke Cage season two. You know, we're gonna get we're gonna get Jessica Jones season three. Uh, on Netflix still, mm-hmm. so wherever that one leads off, and then also the Punisher season two, yeah, you know they pretty much all left on cliffhangers, so they have to complete them somehow. So and so by either if they bring them all together on one show or whatever, but Disney said we are gonna bring them back. Don't you know? Don't lose hope. I heard it's very possible that they can they can hop over to Hulu. Because I know Disney doesn't own Hulu, but they have a huge stake in that company. Correction: Disney owns Hulu. They do own. They them. do I, own Hulu. Oh, I thought they had a huge stake in their company. No, no, they own Hulu, and Disney's gonna use Hulu for all like the more adult-oriented content because they want to keep everything on Disney Plus kid-friendly. Yeah, so, like the Disney brand. Yeah, exactly. And but so I would. That's why I would thought those those shows should go to Hulu. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure if they want to keep them the the way that we know and love, you know how they were on Netflix. To keep them that way, yeah, they would have to go to Hulu, mm-hmm. which I would be a hundred percent okay with, you know, because at least we'll be getting them back. Yeah, and so and then for uh, the Disney, you know, app, you know, all their Marvel shows that they've announced, you know, so far they've announced the Loki origins TV and the show, Scarlet Witch and the Scarlet Witch, and they say that there is gonna be more, and every single one that they will have, it all will be a hundred percent. MCU related, so they're all gonna yes, be tied gonna together. Be tied together, because I heard like Bucky's gonna get one with maybe Falcon sometime. Ooh, like I know, a team up kind of like a buddy cop. Mm, buddy cop, hopefully. <laughs> but um, I heard that's gonna happen. I heard, and they're also dropping um, the Mandalorian on there too. Yeah, and the Mandalorian, um, it's actually it's gonna be one of their most expensive ones. I bet. As far as the budget goes, it's a Star Wars one, so they're gonna yeah, go all and out. Speaking of Star Wars, they're dropping. All of Star Wars Rebels on there. All of the Star Wars films. The Clone Wars The show? Clone Wars. Everything wow. Star Wars related is going to be on there. Right that's when you launch that app on. the first day, everything's going to be on there. Ah, it's going to be so good. With, uh, another with, one. Oh, wait, continue. Um, which also... Where is it at? Um, they announced they're going to do... You, you saw Rogue One, right? Of course I saw yeah, Rogue One. You know the character, Diego Luna's character, Cassian? He's getting his own show. Yes. yes. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Is Alan Tudyk coming back? He might. He better. And, uh, like, oh, what's his character's name? Uh, I forgot the, the robot. robot. It was a robot. Yeah. I loved Alan Tudyk. I love back. that robot. His character. Uh, he's definitely one of my favorite characters. Oh, I just love but that. But yeah, Cassian, too. you know, I can't wait. Cassian gonna Andor. Awesome. It's going to be good. Which, you know, it's, uh, I believe it will be a prequel to... Rogue One. Well, mm-hmm. obviously. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler, what happens in Rogue One. <laughs> but yes, you know, I'm excited for that because Diego Luna's coming back. Oh, he's such a he good did actor. Such a good, he did such a, it was such an uh, iconic role for him because one, he's Mexican and from, a Mexican know, in a good Star Wars movie. Exactly. <laughs> Which is, was a really good a Star Wars movie. A really good Star Wars movie. With Darth Vader. Oh, it's iconic. I, I mean, I rewatched that over and over. Just, just the first great. time when, uh, when Krennic and Darth Vader had that meeting, and then uh, Vader just chokes him. Yeah. Ah, oh, so, so so good. And um, one thing they announced that will be premiering on the Disney app, they're doing a live action remake of the Lady in the Trap. 
Oh, no way. Yeah. I like that. Whoa. Yeah, and they're doing a Sword in the Stone remake. So that's what they're... Because, like... Because, ah. you know, you get all these, you know, Disney classes that are going to be in theaters. And all that. Yeah, I would I would have thought Lion they would have done Sword in the Stone in, like, like in the theaters. I, they're making it a Disney Plus. I think Plus. they're doing it as uh, Disney Plus because, you know, t- just to not folk... I guess to... To draw people there. To draw people there, exactly. Okay, you know, and that makes sense. The and who knows what... If, if these are a hit, who knows what else they can remake? Because Disney has a tons of classics. So who knows what other I classics don't, they can I don't want in. them to touch the fox and the hound. You know, I, I'm agree with you on that one. Because that was one of my favorites. It's one of my all-time favorites. And if they do touch it, it has to be 100% on point. Yeah, all, the, all they, those emotional moments. They really can't change much because this is going to ruin the whole flow. Yeah, they, it, for them to, for me, as my opinion, for them to make this successful, it has to be recreated scene by scene. Just yeah. in live action form. I don't want to change anything, to add anything, to take anything out. Because that's what they've been doing with all these movies. Yeah. They they've been change things, add things, you know, take things away, you know, or revision some things. And it just kind of. It kind of ruins the originality of the one. Yeah. It's cool to see it in live action. I'll give you that. But, you know, for The Fox and the Hound, because it was such a great film. You it's know, such a really emotional, a really deep, deep story. Yeah. Really deep. One of the most deepest stories of any Disney movie at that time. Yes, exactly. It's, and it's really, really deep. great. And Down so to Earth story. For them to change it or to, you know, add, it'll just take away from that. You know, feeling that oh, we, got. we got we got when we first saw it. Yeah. So, but I, we would have to wait and see if they actually do go that route and actually do that one. But they haven't announced anything of that. So that's true. So if they don't do anything with it, I'm okay with that too. And, just leave it alone. And to round up all these um, streaming services, the latest one that just dropped literally like a day or two ago is Apple. They're going to be... The Apple's doing one, too. Apple's doing one, yeah, too. They, they, had a, game, huh? they had one of those Steve Jobs performances, stage shows, whatever they did. Oh, they like an announcement? How announcement, it? yes. Yeah. It's called um, Apple TV Plus. Okay. So they had, like, famous actors take the stage. Like, Spike Lee showed out, Steven Spielberg, Jason Momoa. Wow. They're making a bunch of original content for Apple now. Wow. That you can watch on your Mac, your iPad, your iPhone. See, the, the reason I see that streaming service be successful because so many people have Apple products. So many And I'm people. pretty sure like, because Apple products are not going to stop. They're going to keep coming out. When you buy an Apple product, you're going to get like free subscription to it. Mm-hmm. Maybe like one month, two months, whatever. But uh, that's a way to draw people in. Yeah. You know, and if they have really, especially if they have good content too. You no, know, Spike Lee, you know, Steven Spielberg, just them, those two names alone. they great directors who make great stuff. If these guys are making original content for Apple, it's going to draw a lot of people in, especially mm-hmm. if it is, actually is good. So I want to see what they make, what adaptions they're going to do. Maybe we're going to see a movie we finally want made show up on Ooh. Apple. So I still have a bone to pick with Steven Spielberg, though, because of what he said about so, ne- about Netflix. So I, the, Supposedly, he like brushed it off. Like Supposedly, no, it was taken out of content. It didn't come from me. Oh, yes, he's just saying that to save his own ass. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, in this year's Oscars, uh, one of the movies that was nominated for Best Movies called Roma. This movie was released directly to Netflix. Mm-hmm. Not, not in theaters, nothing. It was directly to Netflix. But it did have a, a little run in, in theaters. Um, a lot of the movies have like little special, you know, limited releases. Yeah. But it wasn't made for theaters. It, it was, was made, made for, for Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. It was a Netflix original. Whatever. Netflix produced it. Netflix did everything yes. for it. And so Steven Spielberg said, 
he, like my bro just said, he brushed it off like, no, it was taken out of context. I call BS because he said that he was highly against movies that are not in theaters to get Oscar nominations. Yeah. Any kind of nominations at all should not, uh, if they're not in theaters. He didn't theaters, even wanted to call it a film. He wanted to call it like a TV movie. Yeah, it was a TV movie or a, like a fan film or, you know, to him, it was not to be taken seriously. Yeah. Which I think is completely obvious because Roma is such a good movie. And it, it came it from Alfonso Curion. He's an Oscar winning director as exactly. well. And so, and Roma is, you know, to be nominated for an Oscar, that means, that's telling you something right there. For anything to be in the Oscars, it's telling you something that's good. Yeah. It's good. You know, Oscars are not taken lightly, you know, it's a serious matter. So... By you know, I still have you know, I'm a little bit of negative reserve feelings towards Spielberg for saying that because that's just bashing against you know his you know people he he should work with, you know, and it's just unfair. So, but he's that doesn't take away the fact that Steven Spielberg is a great director himself. But he just I feel like he shouldn't have said something like that. Yeah, because that was just very disrespectful for the genre and yeah, itself. exactly. Doesn't matter what platform it comes out of. If it's a good movie, it's a good movie. Yeah. Regardless of what you think, where where it came out of, where it didn't come out of. I just think it has to be longer than an hour to be considered a movie. <laughs> yeah, and that movie was like almost two hours long. Yeah. So, but it was good. So yeah. So hopefully, and he's gonna be on the Apple streaming service. So he's like, might as well join him now because he has no choice. So the point to all of our pot bro scope podcast today is how we mentioned in the beginning. With, they have so many streaming services, some new ones that are coming out, and I'm pretty sure there's going to be more There's going to be more. Upcoming. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That's like pretty much end. like, I guess, now the future, that like cable TV is getting cut out slowly. I want to say cable TV is pretty much, well, it's not dead yet. But it's on its way. It's on its, it's way. It's a dying service. It's a dying subject. It's, a, it's, it's a, something that, within I would say within less than five years, it's going to be obsolete. Because mm-hmm. you, you got streaming services, you got the Fire Stick, you have, you know... Uh, exclusive that you can like watch. Like Sling TV? Yeah. You can watch TV on your different. Xbox now, yeah. So, to, our question to you is, do you think, is it is there a point where, too, where too much subscription is too much? Like, it's going to be oversaturating the market. Like, yeah. If another, if another streaming service comes in, what should it bring to the table that is already not already here that we have now? Yeah, because I would say you would have to bring, you know, new content or new features new things that'll catch people's interest. Because if you're just coming in with another, either Netflix ripoff, Hulu ripoff, or something that's not new, you know, it's just doomed to fail. Yeah, so um, it's just, it's a lot. Because I, I don't want to do that. And that with all these oversaturated streaming servers, I feel like it just makes more for pirates, for everyone to just pirate themselves. Like, no matter yeah. what, it's not going to be that great because everyone can just pirate it off of each other. Exactly. Too. So that's why these streaming services are really hard to keep up with because there's always do you believe to there, do you believe there'll be a point where there'll be too much where it's too much you know because you know just what we mentioned alone that's already about five different streaming services mm-hmm. you know and every single one has a subscription price every single one has special features you know and there's more coming out so when will will too much be too much because it's it's bound to get overwhelming at some point. Like just Amazon alone, nineteen thousand titles. Come on, who who's gonna watch all of that? Oh yeah. And there's just... more movies are not gonna stop. TV shows are not gonna stop. So, do you think will it get to a point where it'll be too much? Yes, I feel like I want to say like in five years as well. If if any more streaming service come out, it's just gonna be too much, and 
I don't know where it would go because like if there's too many streaming services, some are gonna do better than others because yeah, you know the uh, it all depends. It, I think it all comes down to the content. It has to have good content. Mm -hmm. So which is why you know these streaming services have been around as long as they have now because they keep releasing good stuff. Yeah, you know, but which is why you know when you mentioned that Apple, you know, they got smart. Um, Steve Jason Silver, you know, and Spike Lee, all of that, you know, you have to come to the table with something like that because if not, you're not gonna do do good. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be fail. It's gonna fail. It's gonna fail. Period. So yeah, it's all about original content. So if they can't, if they can only make one good show and that's all they got, it's not gonna last long. Exactly. That show will last run its course. You need something else for them to get interested in. Which is why that um I believe I I tried out the Showtime streaming app. Mm -hmm. I think it was garbage. Yeah. Like, I, everything on there was like either reality TV or, or just old. Yeah. And it was just like, and they were and they were charging like $13 for the subscription, man. That's crazy. I heard Stars is the same thing. And the only good show that I know it's on there is uh, American Gods. Really? I heard that one was really, really good. But I don't think it justifies me. No, you can't have it. one streaming service for one good right? show. Just like HBO, you know, they're surviving because of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like, everybody's on Game of Thrones. Yeah, and Westworld, but like, they need a little bit more. But uh, I think HBO is coming out with more because they they're dropping Watchmen soon. They're gonna do two spinoffs of well, well, Game of Thrones. So I think HBO is gonna slowly See, pick up. But that's just a money grab right there. True. The fact that they're doing spinoffs of a popular TV show. So you want more original? You got it. How? Because I, to me, I don't think Better Call Saul was successful, and that was a spinoff of Breaking Bad. Breaking mm -hmm. Bad was such a great show. And so when they did Better Call Saul, I I didn't get into it because it just didn't seem appealing to me. Yeah, like uh, I know some people that told me about, it, oh, it's actually pretty good. I'm like, yeah, no. Nah. I yeah. tried it, nah, nah. I get it. I can see it. But with that, we bring our podcast to a closing. How do you feel about all these good shows, but they're all spread out on so many different streaming platforms? Do you Ooh. just buy them all, or do you just be a pirate? Imagine just if somebody them somebody puts all of them in. Yeah, that's but then that's kind of that's not gonna happen. Though. That's not gonna happen because every <laughs> company has to agree to it. Yeah, and like, of course. It's Everybody's gonna be wanna, yeah, it's gonna be hard. Cake, so, but it's but, just hard when everything like there's so many good content out there, but it's just spread out among so many different platforms. It's hard to pick which one is the right one. Which one is the one that you actually want to pay for? Exactly. Because even when you pirate, it's not really in the best quality or in the best way. Right. You know, we're and not condoning it. We're not telling you how to pirate, but yeah, if you exactly. do that, you know what it means. That's all up to you. <laughs> um, but yeah, because pirating always comes to dangers of you know the legal actions and all that stuff. Oh yeah, you get hit with a lawsuit. Mm -mm, you don't want that. Mm -mm. But let us know your thoughts, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Yeah, we'll see you on next week on the Broscope, guys. Take Later. care.